Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. This episode is going to be a conversation about tipping the scale of abundance because 2023 is like literally next week. Like if you look at the calendar, maybe not next week, but at the end of the day, 2023 is next week. And not that like that has anything to do with it. Like honestly, in so many ways, I believe that time is irrelevant. The new year is just another date on the calendar. You can actually start what you want anytime. It doesn't have to be a new year. What am I doing? That's not what I want to talk about. (laughs) Tipping the scale of abundance. Okay. (laughs) No matter when, no matter what. I was on a trip last week in what would it have been early November. And I, it wasn't, I don't even know where to start. I wasn't super happy to be away. I was super happy to be speaking at this conference. And I got invited to a women's retreat by the Indigenous Women's Business Network. And I'm so, so thankful and grateful to be invited to both of those. My expenses were paid and like it cost me very little money, except for my last day, which is what really prompted this tipping the scale of abundance podcast, because the last day my flight got delayed or canceled for 24 hours. And I was stuck in Kamloops where I didn't want to be because I really wanted to be at home. And and then I had to pay for my own hotel and that sort of thing. So I'm actually going to reach out to Air Canada and see if they will reimburse me my expenses. I just have to get my shit together and actually do it. But when I came home seven days later, I just was so, so happy to be home. And I felt so appreciative and I felt so abundant. And nothing had really change. It's not like I got home and I got more money. But that's one of the things that I want to talk about is that like abundance is not just about like money and a dollar amount and that sort of thing. It's actually just an energy. Abundance is an energy. And so in this episode, what I want to talk about is like abundance mindset, different ways of looking at things. And then some of the like fears and challenges, because of course, that's why I like to talk about it. I like to keep it real. I like to keep it relatable. And so I want to kind of take a step back a little bit and talk about when I started hearing about something such as abundance and tipping the scale of abundance. Okay, because obviously, what the fuck does that mean? When I started my law of attraction journey, my abundance journey, whatever it is, my awakening journey, whatever it is that you want to talk about. One of the teachers that I listened to, Abraham Hicks was definitely one of them. I don't know for sure if this is the message that came from them, but that's the name that popped in my head is one of the goals or the like tips or the ways of being is to just be happy, just get happy. And I was just like, uh, that's doesn't make any sense. Like that's, 
impossible. Like, how can I be happy when I have all of these shitty things going on? When I have all of these challenges, I'm broke, my rent is late, I don't know how I'm going to fill up my car for gas. I have a professional dinner meeting and I have no fucking money. You know, like the stress was just crazy. I had kids to feed and I didn't know if I was going to be able to feed them at the end of the week. Like, I get it. And even worse situations, right? Like growing up in poverty and that sort of thing. It was just hard for me to comprehend that I was just supposed to feel good, that I was just supposed to be happy because I wasn't. I wasn't happy and it wasn't simple to just be like, okay, well, I'll just get happy and not give a shit about all of my responsibilities and not give a shit about all of the things that are my responsibility. Like, yeah, that's realistic. And then there is like the toxic message of just, just be positive, right? And I think it's a good message. No, it's not even a good message to say, just be positive. But I think that's the message that people take in. And that's what I think is disappointing because it's not just just be positive because I I know that to just be happy and just be positive, like it's fucking hard when you don't feel it. But there's a thing called the emotional guidance scale. And maybe I'll talk about that on another episode. That emotional guidance scale is something that I share with my clients and it's by Abraham Hicks. So you could totally Google it, but you'll feel so many things in a day. And I think what we do in error is we tie a feeling to our situation and we hold on to that situation. And because we're holding on to it, we're recreating that feeling over and over and over because like time is going to constantly move. You're going to wake up in the morning and you might for a second just feel okay. And we think that feeling okay is not good enough. And so what we do is we kind of remember like, tell me, tell me you don't do this because this is what I've done for so many years. Not anymore, but it's what I've done in the past is I wake up and feeling okay. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second. I remember I'm not happy. Why am I not happy again? And then I start to list off all of the fucked up things that are going on. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm not happy. And then I carry that shit, right? Like, thank goodness. Not that's not me anymore. But If that's where you are, like I share that because I want you to know I get it. But another thing that I've learned on this journey is you can't get to a happy ending on an unhappy journey. You can't get to a happy ending on an unhappy journey. And so I struggled with that for a long time, but I knew that I needed to feel okay in the shit. I needed to feel good in the shit. As shit's happening, as you're going through the shit, as you're having to fucking duck in the shit because things are so fucked. (laughs) You need to feel good. You need to be happy. And so I want to talk a little bit about how the fuck you do that. Okay. And so first of all, I mean, I want to talk about abundance, but I feel like my conversation is going a little too emotional guidance scale. I used to worry about paying bills, right? Income was limited and the bills just kept coming in. And so I would worry, I would worry about it. And so when I had to, let's say I had $1,000 in the bank and I have to pay my rent. Okay, this is going to be an unrealistic example. I had to pay my rent, have to pay my car or put gas in the car and buy some food, right? And and then I stress, okay, I only have $1,000. How am I going to make this happen? It's impossible. And because I'm 
diving into like the reality of it, it doesn't make any sense and it seems impossible and it's frustrating and enraging. And I know that more than anything, I promise you, because like so much of my life was in fucking poverty. And and that's why this talk is so important to me because I'm still practicing staying out of there. I'm like out of there, not completely, like I can't even say I'm completely out of there. Like I'm, I'm still there. But what has changed and what I, what I do now, for example, is I appreciate the fact that I have the thousand dollars. I appreciate the fact that I have a home and I appreciate the fact that I have a vehicle. And so it's really like stepping back and kind of looking at the big picture and not worrying about the little details. And I am happy to say that I am someone to keep my head in the clouds. And that's what got me through my survival. That's what got me through my survival. I'm not even fucking kidding. Put my head in the clouds and played with the idea of, you know, what if, what if abundance mindset is real? Like, what if this is real? And I knew when I knew it was real was because I, it felt good in my heart. And so then I have the fight of, what my heart says and what my brain is telling me. Cause my brain is saying, you're being fucking dumb. <laughs> you're being fucking dumb. You only have a thousand dollars. Who do you think you are? And how do you think you're going to get away with this? But my heart is like, no, I believe that abundance is possible. I believe that something here makes sense. I believe that putting my head in the clouds is okay. Like, I think that this is going to be okay. And so it's that fight. And again, like I talk about tipping the scale and it's just like playing these little mindset games with yourself. And so that's what I started to do. And it just got easier and easier. And there were still times where I was like, fuck this shit. And, you know, throwing everything that I thought I knew out the window, every, every area that I was actually growing, just doubting it and saying, no, this is all bullshit. Like I've had those days, but it didn't feel good. And I knew because of the places that I have been and the things that I've experienced in my life, I knew that I wanted to feel good. And even though I would have those little fits, I would make a decision that I just want to feel good. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. And if that means playing silly mindset games with myself, because it feels good, I'm going to, I'm going to play with that just for a little while. And I'm going to see what happens. And I kept doing it. And I kept doing it and doing it and doing it until I tipped the scale. And so now what my practice is, is that I'm waking up with this gratitude practice in the morning and it's called the MMP magical morning practice and it's by Gala Darling. And I open up my voice notes first thing when I wake up and I talk about three things. The first thing is I talk about everything that I'm grateful for. And I go into so much depth, the depth that I have never been able to experience before. And it sometimes it's hard though. Sometimes it's hard. Like, what do I really have to be thankful for in this moment? And sometimes it's just, I'm thankful for my bed. I'm thankful for my pillows. I'm thankful for my blankets. I'm thankful for a a warm place to sleep. And like, I know people who have been killed in our streets in my city and who have froze to death. Like when you know the actual consequence of not having what you have. And when you think about that, not not that it has to be that extreme, but I'm so fucking thankful for my bed. I'm so fucking thankful for my home. 
And even though I don't always love my home, it's not a place that I'm always like really proud of. Like, oh, I want to bring all my friends and show up my home. Like, whatever. But however, I'm so, so thankful and grateful. And I'm thankful and grateful for my coffee in the morning. I have bulletproof coffee with a special ingredients. I make it a certain way. I have it every day and I absolutely love it. And I'm so thankful that I get to do something like that. I'm so thankful that I get to go to the gym in the morning. So that's my, my, the first part of the magical morning practice is I'm so grateful and then, or for appreciation in the moment. The second part of it is the end of the day and it's creating the vision of your day. And so you do this by first thing in the morning, you're talking your day back. So you would say something like, at the end of the day, I'm crawling into my bed and appreciating that I had such a good day. This morning I woke up and I had a very effective workout. Um, I had a really great meetings. I showed up so confidently. I, I got a new client today. And so basically it's it's setting the tone. It's creating the energy and creating vision for your day. And it's super fun. And then the third part of the magical morning practice is future visioning. And so a few times in a few places I've made a little bit of hints towards my next uh, level self or my higher self. And her name is Jessica Fox and she's a badass bitch. And everything always works out for her. She makes more money than she's ever made in her life. And she's always surprised and delighted with life. And it's just talking about that future version of you in whatever way that you want to do it. And it feels good because doing this practice like really amplifies my abundance. It's commitment to do it every single day. I think I missed one day in the past two months since I've started doing it. But back to this trip, coming home from this trip, I was really, really soaking in the gratitude. And I was just so, so happy to be home. My son picked me up from the airport. I'm so thankful that he's well and healthy and that he can come pick me up. And I felt safe and the vehicle was warm. And the next day I came up to my office and I was so happy from my work, so happy that I get to do this for a living. And often I will sit here at my desk and literally just say, wow, I can't believe that I get to do what I do. I can't believe I get to coach incredible women, like the women that I work with, like you girls are bad bitches and I fucking love you. And thank you for trusting me. And because of the trust that you have given to me and because of the work that I want to help support you do, I have to keep up with my inner work and my growth and my healing. And I'm so thankful that this is my work. This is my job. My job is to heal and remember where I came from and communicate that transition. And that's a fucking blessing. Like even in this moment, how the hell do I get to do this? I'm so appreciative of the clients that I work with. And this really, like doing this stuff really got me into thinking about abundance mindset. And I believe like your mindset, I think at one point I said 80%, but maybe I think it's going up. I think 85% of everything that we do is about mindset. And if you're doing the work and setting the tone in advance of doing any action, that's where the power is. That's the magic. That's where the work is, is in the mindset, in the healing and setting the tone. And I just, I love that I'm enjoying appreciation in a brand new way. And so a couple of the things that I started sharing on my Instagram when um, I got back was talking about how 
I, when I used to worry about bills and worry about that $1,000, you know, splitting it up and being gone, like I'm not there anymore. And I'm so thankful for it. And it was keeping my head in the clouds, playing these mindset games and appreciation. And like, I mean, a whole bunch of other stuff. But if you're listening to this, then I know you're doing the work and you're just looking for those little pieces of the puzzle to kind of make it to the next step. And so here are a couple of other things that I do. And you may have heard me talk about this on Instagram, but when I pay for my podcast, so Natalie Supes is the owner of SNS Creative, and that's who I pay to edit my podcast and create my social media content with regard to the podcast. They do the uploading and all of that sort of thing. So all of the behind the scenes work of having a podcast. And I couldn't do what I'm doing the way that I'm doing it without Natalie and her team. And it's been more than once where the payment comes out of my account. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I have a podcast. I'm so happy that I get to do this work. And I'm so happy that I have listeners and I have a brand new sponsor that I haven't shared yet because I'm just I'm still waiting for some more details. But being able to show gratitude for some for spending money hundreds of dollars every month thousands of dollars a year like that's where my mindset has changed and that's something that feels so good and that's where you need to get is appreciating things that you're paying for but it's bringing you a value right like the dollar amount doesn't even matter anymore and i again like if you're struggling i know that might sound like an asshole comment but That's where I want you to get. And when I'm going to pay my rent, when I'm paying for my car, when I'm paying for my groceries, I went to Superstore yesterday and my bill was $428. And I was like, what the hell did I buy? Because looking at my shopping cart, it did not look like $428. But I didn't want to hold up the line. And so I paid it and I said, I'll just, I'll pay it and I'll look at my receipt over on the side. And the fact that I could do that, I was so thankful. I was like, holy shit, like, who am I? And how did I go from like, oh my God, if I only had a $1,000 and I had to pay 400, well, it wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen at Superstore. But this is like tipping the scale. It's doing all of these little things every single day and spending money without fear. And I know, again, like it's easier said than done, but it has to be said in order to be done. So journaling, visualizing, talking about it, talking about like spending money and feeling okay with that, feeling good about it, feeling good about the value in which you're exchanging your money for. And like another thing that you can do is look around at your life and think about things that you have in your life that maybe are easy or so accessible. And it never used to be like when I grew up, when I was a kid, my family had very little food. And as a kid, like you're taught, you should drink milk. Milk is healthy, healthy bones and blah, 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 which I think we've learned is bullshit. But as a young kid, I wanted to drink milk because I wanted to be that strong, healthy kid. But I wasn't allowed to drink milk because my mom couldn't afford enough milk to last throughout the week. We were allowed to have a little bit of milk in our bowl for cereal. And that was it. We didn't have fresh fruit. We Like, I don't... I barely remember having fresh fruit. A couple of things that we didn't have in our home were like scissors because they were sharp. There's a different story to that that I won't get into today. We didn't have batteries, tape. Like it might sound like stupid shit, but when I was a kid and when I was like even a a younger mom, like I couldn't afford just stupid shit. And now 
I'm like, I've made it a point. Like my kids are always going to have milk in the fridge and they can drink as much milk as they want. And that's like, that's like a, a consequence of trauma, right? Is like that overcompensation, but whatever. Like I've always made a point to have more food in my fridge than we need and food in the cupboards and extra toilet paper. And one of the things I shared on my Instagram story when I got back from my trip was I was looking for some soap, like liquid soap for the bathroom. And I have a couple of extra containers of like brand new soap. And it blew my mind because I didn't grow up that way. Like I have so much abundance. I have so much clothes. I was looking for earrings and I had to dig through all my earrings. And the fact that I get to dig through all my earrings, like that's abundance. And, you know, like even like I'm still stuck on the soap and the paper towel and the toilet paper. Like maybe it's ridiculous to someone who grew up with that, but I didn't grow up that way. And so I'm so, I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful that there's so many things in my, my life, in my home that I can just grab it and I have an abundance of it. And it never used to be that way. And of course, it's not all about items, right? Abundance is also about feeling the feeling. And so every time you are feeling good, feeling happy, feeling love, feeling appreciation, that in itself is a manifestation. And that in itself is abundance. And so even recognizing that because that's the energy of abundance, the energy of abundance is feeling good. It's high vibe. It like makes your heart feel warm, makes you feel happy. Like that's abundance thinking. And when you can focus on that more, you attract it more. Another tip is you, you need to focus on what's working. Focus on areas that feel good and then just soak it up. And as part of the, the mindset game and just playing with, you know, the fact that, and again, I'll use this silly example, the fact that I have so much soap, right? And again, I'm just trying to keep it simple. The fact that I have so much soap and I didn't, I never used to have it. and now. You know, it's it's just there. I just grabbed it and it's there. I just, I wanted it and it's there. And that feels good. Like I, I don't have to worry about going to the store and picking it up and going out of my way. Like everything is about now and in the moment. Stop looking back, right? Start setting the tone for your future, appreciating what's now in the moment. Because what what has happened already or where you are right now is old news. It's old news. And if you are a creator, you're focusing on not what's happening right now, unless you're in appreciation. But if what you're experiencing right now doesn't feel good, then start creating for the next moment. Because creation is always happening. There's no sitting in a place of the old stuff just over and over and over. It, it's not happening to us over and over and over. What's happening is we're continuously picking that thing. Like I talked about waking up in the morning, you're like, why was I not happy again? Oh, yeah. So you're picking that thing. I'm going to carry these things with me because I'm not happy. Instead, what you can do in that morning is wake up, you're feeling okay, and recognizing and you can start this even before bed, before you go to bed is kind of setting the tone for the day for the next morning. Because however you go to bed, whatever feeling you go to bed in, you're going to wake up in that feeling. But sleep also helps release a lot of that stress and that holding on. For example, if being okay is just a cork floating on the water, but your stress is holding on to that cork and pulling it down, when you sleep, it actually releases 
the cork for a little while so it goes back to okay. And then when you wake up in the morning, instead of grabbing that cork and pulling it down again, start focusing on setting the tone or appreciating. This is okay. Everything is not great right now, but I'm so thankful for my bed. I'm so thankful for my pillows. I'm so thankful I have a job. I'm so thankful I have, you know, you you pick what feels good. And then create. Set the tone and create. Like what I hope for this day, this is what I hope happens. This is the best case scenario. And even if these other things don't work out the way that I want it, as long as this thing works out good or if, if I could just find more time to laugh today, if I could just find more ways to smile today, if I could just find more ways to just feel okay today, like that's like the basic, just feel okay. And with the conversation of abundance mindset, of course, I was talking about it on my Instagram. And so I got a couple of questions and I wanted to answer them here. So let's talk a little bit about that. So after just sharing what I just shared on my Instagram story, here is one of the comments that I got from one of my viewers. It starts with, absolutely, I'm regularly torn between thoughts of, I need to sell the kids clothes to bring in extra cash. And I'm wondering if that's a limiting thought. Example, if I worry about how to bring in extra cash, I'm creating uncertainty in my universe around income security. So what were my thoughts? My response was totally, I love it. Thanks for responding. And when it comes to all of that, I would think about all of the appreciation that you have for the clothes that your kids have outgrown and think more about how you're thankful that you had the money to buy the clothes and that they have such an abundance of clothes. And there's nothing wrong with selling the clothes, but where your mindset is when it comes to sales. And that's another reason why I love to talk about selling in my coaching, because what I encourage this person to do is to think about the energy around the clothes. Because like you're looking for an exchange, right? And you want to raise the vibe. So when you start to think about how happy you will see other kids wearing these small clothes that your kids outgrown. And when you bought these for your kids, you think about like how much you love your kids and your dreams and your wishes for your kids because you care about them. And when you dress them, like you just want the best for them and you feel, you just feel so excited for your kids. And so that's really the, like where you bring the energy. So if you're going to like, there's nothing wrong with selling the clothes, go ahead and sell the clothes. But if you're selling from a vibration of shit, man, I need some cash. I'm going to sell these kids clothes because they're still in pretty good condition and someone else can use them. And then you get into like, of course, like how much am I going to sell them for? Where am I going to sell them? Blah, 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 all that stuff. But you can really change the vibe with how I started out right? Like these are good quality clothes. I bought these for my kids because I love my kids. Now I want other kids to wear these. And like kids are awesome. Kids are fun. Kids are cute. Like we care for our kids and we want our kids to look good and feel good. We want the best for them. So that's like really just about changing the energy. And that's like, that's the abundance mindset. And that's kind of how you play with it a little bit. And here is another one. Another response that I got coming through Instagram is I'm trying to apply the abundant stuff today because work has been getting overwhelming and this is what she's trying is, but I get to do these challenging things and all of these people want my attention. Am I doing it right? She says, I love the idea. 
And again, love, love, love the engagement on Instagram. And so excited when people engage with me that way. But this is how I would change that up a little bit, just to amplify the energy around abundance is I love the work that I get to do. I I love the people that I work with. My The time spent at work is spent so well. And the work that I get to do is easy. And that one I kind of throw in there because I, I want my work to be easy. And that's speaking it. That's like you hear people speak it, speak it into existence. That's like you can use the leverage if you're feeling good, if you're saying things that you honestly believe. Like I work with amazing people. I love the work that I get to do. My time is so well spent. Like if you're feeling good, then you can start throwing little things in there. Like the work that I do is so easy. And I think sometimes like, yeah, again, trust me, like I used to think how ridiculous could it be that I could say that my work is easy, but you know what? Like my work is easy. I've spoiled myself and I love it. But again, it's about creating that energy, speak it, and you also need to feel it. So like when we're talking about vibes and like abundance vibes, it's like feeling it. So it's not just saying it. So when it comes to like just think positive, like it's deeper than that. It is feeling it. And that, like that's how you create is, is through that feeling. So getting clear on what you want and feeling it. So I just wanted to add that in there. Then that's how you begin to tip the scale from scarcity to abundance. And then if if you're past there, If you're past, like the barely making it, you want to, you know, tip the scale a little bit more into like high vibe abundance, then it's like just really like soaking up and appreciating the fact that like what's going good in your life and stop saying nothing. There are things like you woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. uh, The sun keeps coming out. I don't have to do anything. The sun just comes out on its own no matter what. And sometimes I hate it, but I'm going to love it today. I'm going to keep my chin up. I'm going to maybe look at the blue sky. I'm going to watch the birds fly around. I'm going to go for a walk in nature and appreciate nature. And I'm going to love the fact that I'm paying my rent today because I have a place to live and I have the money to pay for my rent. And that feels good. And, you know, on and on and on. More of this in one-on-one coaching. 2023, like I said, is basically next week. So like, I want to be able to help you change that mindset, even if you didn't grow up this way. I grew up with a mostly single parent. My dad was around, but like there was a lot of alcohol. There was a lot of abuse in my home, a lot of poverty. And I didn't know that I could have money in my life. I didn't know I could charge thousands of dollars for coaching. I didn't know that I can just be, do, and have things that I want. And that's what I want to help you accomplish. So if you're looking to make that happen right now, then send me a DM on Instagram, jessicadumas.ca. There's also an application link in my bio, and I'm going to put it in the show notes of this podcast. And I just, you know what, when we have money, we're happier. We do good things. We do good things for other people. And like abundance is creating a ripple effect. When you do your abundance work, your healing work, it's making the world a better place. So heal yourself and you heal the world. Isn't that poetic? Have a great day and come back because I have so much more for you. Love you. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekosei, merci. 
I wanna take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might wanna hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story, and don't forget to take me at jessicadumas.ca. Thank you.